Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. We came from love, and we shall return to love. And we need not fear, for love is our portion. Allah has decreed in his mercy that man has and is given the ability to love. Since we are aware that we are created from love and that we will return to love, why do we fear? Why do we hesitate? What is our difficulty? Where does the trauma come from that aggravates us and sets us into modes other than love? What allows us to travel to spaces that don't belong to Allah? What is it within us that pulls us to violate love? Why do we transgress? What is the purpose of our transgression? What is the need that we have within us that doesn't keep us within the truth of Pasha? We know that the truth of reality is love, yet we abandon truth and go to places that are forbidden what is sin? Sin is the absence of love. What is our transgression? Our transgression is the absence of love. Where does sarcasm come from? Where does hate come from? Where does our inability to be kind come from? Why do these things happen to us? What is it inside of our system that somehow got broken, that we don't see the truth of love in us, with us, and around us? Why have we become blind to the true reality of existence? How has Maya overwhelmed our senses so that we believe in the truth of Maya as opposed to the truth of Pasha, reality? We have to grab hold of ourselves by our lapels and look into our face and say, 
What happened? Why did it happen? We don't need to be scolded from the outside. We need to be scolded from the inside. We need to become the ones who measure ourselves. And we have to measure ourselves against love. We have to take an account of ourselves. And this account has to be taken as to how much love have we generated. How much of our time have we spent in a state of love? And how much time have we spent outside of love? Because the time that we spent outside of love is the time that we have lived a life of transgression. A life that was lived inappropriately. A life that didn't know the truth about itself. We can only see the truth when we are in a state of love. When we are outside <coughs> of love, our vision of the truth is blurred and we come to conclusions that are totally inappropriate to the truth. We come to conclusions that have nothing to do with reality. Instead of having love as our motivation, we have different motivations. And those motivations come from the lower parts of existence. And in each of us, we have the lower parts of existence within us. And the lower parts of existence tell us, I am more important than anybody else or anything else, and I can do whatever I want as long as it somehow moves me forward. So, all of a sudden, we are self-motivated instead of love-motivated. And when we are self-motivated as opposed to love-motivated, we are moving in the direction that Satan has set out for us. We are no longer on the straight path of Hak, the straight path of the truth, the straight path to Allah. We are on the straight path to the qualities of Satan. So we have to take hold of ourselves. And we have to look at the time that we spend in existence. And we have to ask, we came from love, we go from love to love, what happened in between? <laughs> Where were we in between? <laughs> what did we do in between? What was the nature of our existence in between? Were we close to truth or were we close to illusion? Did we pray to truth or did we pray to illusion? Did we honor truth or did we honor illusion? Did we measure ourselves by love or did we measure ourselves by illusion. This is stark reality. This is the truth. And we all know that there is nothing greater than love. 
We all know what we're like when we're in a state of love. We all know what we're like when our heart is melted. We all know that we're easier to be with, with others and with ourselves. We all know that we're closer to God when we are melted. And would we rather be closer to God or further from God? We need to be aware of our state and we need to be we need to know what it is within side of us that enjoys states that are away from love what makes us revel in not loving the sheikh was once asked what's the opposite of love and he said stubbornness and within that we can find a lot of truth we don't want to be told what to do we don't want to be told how to do it we are perfect within ourselves we can't handle criticism we don't like to hear anything other than positive things um, Someone here just told a story about the man who came to Bawa and said, every time I come, you beat me. <laughs> Therefore, I don't want to come. And he responded with the story of the rug that gets beaten and becomes more beautiful. We need to be able to accept a beating every once in a while. We need to be able to accept the fact that we're not perfect and that we need improvement. We need to be able to look at ourselves and see the flaws. Jesus said, before you look at the speck in somebody else's eye, you should be able to notice the log in your own eye. We need to cleanse ourselves. And what is it that we need to cleanse? We need to cleanse every part of ourselves that doesn't love. We need to cleanse every part of ourself that resists love. We need to cleanse every part of ourself that fights with love. So, if we have an aggressive nature we need to understand where this aggressive nature comes from. And why do we react aggressively to things? In general, if you look at the world and the countries within the world, many of them believe that the way you resolve problems is through aggression. If somebody doesn't do what you think they should be doing, you do something violent to make them come into line with your point of view. This has been going on since recorded history. And only a few lights that have come through existence have indicated to the world that the way to resolve conflict is not through aggression, but through love. 
and those lights flickered for a while, and the world saw the power of those lights, but the overwhelming darkness of aggression covered those lights for years and years and years, until another light came along and flickered for a little while. Jesus came and said that love is the answer. Muhammad came and brought the Quran. <clears throat> and the Quran said, there is no compulsion in truth. There is only love as the way towards truth. Gandhi came along and said, it is through nonviolence that real change occurs. It doesn't occur any other way. Constantly, voices come into the world that speak to nations and speak to men individually. Often what happens is we confuse ourselves. We confuse ourselves with our nation. We confuse ourselves with the political aspects that are going on in the world. We have to remove ourselves from all of these and just look at who we are. Forget about the world. Look at yourself. What is the state of your love? How powerful is your love? Is your love powerful enough to overcome the lower self that you have inside of you? Is your love powerful enough to overcome the bears and the snakes and the lions that are all growling and hissing, waiting to control your being? Is your love powerful enough to control them? Is your love powerful enough to control the egocentric self that says, I must dominate, that I must control, that I must be the one who makes things happen the way they should be. Is your love strong enough to understand that all reality is from Allah and we are part of that reality and our existence is only real when we surrender to that reality and every other thought process every other idea every other imagination is maya is a lie and when we hold on to those lies we create difficulty not only for ourselves but for all those around us. So we need to relieve ourselves of the struggle with love. We need to surrender to love. We need to become love. And in becoming love, we become God-like. And we return <coughs> to the true destiny that's been given to us. 
which is to be love. So then we can come from love, return to love, and in the interim, stay in a state of love. From the time that we were born to the time that we now fill in this world, how much of our time was spent in the state of love? How much of our time was spent chasing the understanding of love? How much of our time were we empty when we knew something had to fill us? And when did that moment come when we realized the only thing that could fill the emptiness inside of us was love? And then when did we reject what we knew? Why do we vacillate? Why do we oscillate? Why can't we be consistent and steady in that state that overwhelms everything? When we are in a state of love, there is no anger. When we are in a state of love, there is no aggression. When we are in a state of love, perfection exists <clears throat> and surrounds us. It's all we see. And everything is salam. Everything is peace. But it can only happen if we stay in that state. So knowing the rewards of that state, knowing the treasure that is given to us when we are in that state, how do we allow ourselves not to be in that state? What is it that prickles us to move from that state? What is it within us that reacts, that stops us from being in that state? The past is gone. The future never is. What we have is this moment. And this moment, we can love. This moment, we should resolve to love. This moment is love, but only if we allow that love to penetrate our hearts, to penetrate our beings, to penetrate our minds, and to become of the penultimate importance in our being. As long as we have things that we consider more important than love, we will not be in a state of surrender to love. We will be in a state of surrender to those things that we hold more important than love. So we have to do an analysis, an analysis inside of ourselves. What is the most important thing to us? And why is it the most important? If we can't do this analysis, we're never going to get over the fact that we don't know why we can't love. Now, all of us have been graced with having had the state of love overwhelm us. All of us have been graced with the gift of tears when we were so overwhelmed by love that we could not help but cry at the mercy that's been shown to us to show us this love. 
So let's return to that state. Let's make that state our home. Let's stay within the confines of Hakka, the truth. And then we are in the path of Hakikata, the path of the truth, the place of the truth that leads towards Allah. We need to continuously understand that this is the need that we all have and that when we see people who aren't in love, we must understand that they are ill. It's as if they had a broken leg or a broken arm or some kind of deficit. And in our capacity to love, we need to love them. We need to love them because of their illness. We need to become curative for them. Your capacity to love grows as you love them. It becomes easier to return to that state as you love them. But sometimes people are afraid to love. They're afraid to be vulnerable. Understand that God protects the vulnerable. Abu Bakr was sitting with the Prophet. And a group of Arabs came in and <coughs> sat down and began to complain to the Prophet about Abu Bakr. And while they were complaining, the Prophet was smiling. And then when they finished talking, Abu Bakr began to defend himself. And the Prophet began to frown. And then when Abu Bakr finished, the men began to complain again about Abu Bakr. And again, the Prophet was smiling. And the Arabs then left. And Abu Bakr asked the Prophet, he said, <clears throat> when they were complaining about me, you were smiling. When I defended myself, you were frowning. What's going on? He said, when they were complaining about you, the angels came and defended you. And I was smiling because we were in the presence of angels. When you began to defend yourself, the angels left. And I was frowning because the angels were no longer Allah will send his angels to defend you. Have no fear in this world. Allah is your protector. Allah is the one that you can turn to. But when you turn to yourself, then you need to fear. When you turn to yourself, protection is not available from the truth. And the only true protection is from Allah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I shall fear no evil. We need to understand that. And we, under, we need to understand our connection to God. We can never give up 
that connects to God. We are not on our own. And when we believe we're on our own, that's when we are abandoned. And it's not because we were abandoned. It's because we did the abandoning. We abandoned God. God never abandoned us. So hold on. Hold on to your Lord. Hold on to your protector. Hold on to the one who is loving kindness. And loving kindness will be your portion in this life. May it be so for each of us. Amen. Amen. Ya Rabbi Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa